This is the Radio Bold News Pod. I'm Mike Sikel with timely conversations for the Sullivan Catskills and beyond. Today on the Radio Bold News Pod, we're talking with Leah Casarino, who is with Cancer Services Program of the Hudson Valley on this, which is actually uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month during the month of October. And uh, hello, Leah. Glad to have Hi. you here. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well, and uh, this is all about early cancer detection and about a very special program that's really been part of the community for a long time. Leah, why don't you first just give us a little background on what Cancer Services Program of the Hudson Valley is all about? Sure, I'm happy to. So the Cancer Services Program is a state and federally funded program that pays for breast, cervical, and colorectal cancer screenings for people who are uninsured. And so for some people, also if they're underinsured and they need diagnostic services. And the program is a public health program, the focus of which is to reduce the number of people in the community who are overdue for cancer screenings, or a better way to put it is to increase the number of people who are up-to-date on their cancer screenings, because the more up-to-date you are with your screenings, the less likely it is that uh, if a cancer is found, that it will be at a later stage, because at that point, it's a little more difficult to treat, a little more expensive to treat, more invasive for the patient. So we want to keep people up-to-date with their cancer screenings. So as I said, it's state and federally funded. And the federal government actually gives money to every state in the country um, under a program uh, called the Breast and Cervical Cancer Early Detection Program. And what that does is it will help any state in the country to pay for breast and cervical cancer screenings for people who are women who are uninsured. And in New York State and I think a few other states, we've also added colorectal cancer screening to it. And specific to New York State, we have uh, kind of branded it with the name Cancer Services Program. And so there is a Cancer Services Program serving every county in New York State. Uh, I'm representing the Cancer Services Program of the Hudson Valley, and we are the largest Cancer Services Program in New York State. We serve seven counties, and we serve, um, you know, pre-COVID, anyway, between 4,500 to 5,000 people a year. Wow. And um, the, the counties that we serve are um, Westchester, Putnam, Dutchess, Ulster, Sullivan, and Orange Counties. And people who can, you know, enroll in the program can go to any of our providers in any of those counties. Now, you mentioned uninsured or underinsured. How does that work within uh, the insurance programs here in New York State? You know, there are various types of programs under uh, Medicaid, uh, under uh, other, you know, federal and state programs. How does somebody know if they qualify? Well, what happens is if a person has, whether it's public insurance, like as you said, Medicaid or Medicare, or if they have private insurance, Most insurances, uh, like 99% of them, will cover a cancer screening, which is like going for your annual mammogram or getting your pap test or or doing a colorectal cancer screening. But when any of those screenings come back with a finding that they want to explore a little more, then they go into what are called diagnostic services. And many times insurances, both public and private, do not cover the diagnostic service 100%, or there may be a large um, co-insurance payment, or in Medicaid, it's called a spend-down, mm-hmm. that uh, where it costs, you know, takes a lot of money out of pocket. 
also, if someone is perhaps eligible for the Cancer Services Program, they can enroll in our program and we can work with them to see, uh, you know, what we can pay to assist. And anything that we pay goes towards their deductible or their coinsurance or whatever. So, so that's done That's uh, done directly then, with the insurer, whatever that, whoever that insurer might be, and, and helps with right. things like spend down or additional expenses connected with the insurance program. Am I saying that correctly? Well, it's, it's um, you know, depending on what the insurance will pay for this particular diagnostic service, and if it's one of the services that we would cover, mm-hmm. then we, we go ahead and we there's a process that we follow to look at that to see, you know, is it less than what we would have reimbursed for? And so maybe we'll give more money towards to the provider to bring the, the reimbursement rate up to what it should be. Or did they, you know, is uh, did they not pay what the agreed upon rate was? Things like that. So we look at all that information. We get the explanation of benefits from the patient so that we can determine that. And we'll work with the patient and the provider on that. I was just wondering, do you ever work with a patient after the fact? I mean, I know that you provide services, of course, and you you provide screening services that are available to uh, potential patients. But if someone, for example, uh, did go through the screening process and then all of a sudden discovered that through their insurance, they have additional expenses, do you, do you help with things like that? Well, what happens sometimes is that if somebody has insurance, their insurance pays for the screening, the screening comes back maybe abnormal and they need to go for diagnostic services. Uh-huh. At that point, before they get the diagnostic services, they would need to contact us and we could determine if they would be eligible to be enrolled in the program so that we could assist them. Oh. But we cannot help them after they've already had the diagnostic services. Understood. But, okay. but I would say that that is a smaller part of the program and that the primary focus of this program really is within the majority of our clients are those who are uninsured. So they have no health insurance whatsoever. And for them, we not only pay for the actual screenings, but as I said, it's, it's an, if there's an abnormality, we'll pay for the diagnostic services, which could be anything from, like, say, since it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, let's use breast cancer screening as an example. They get a screening mammogram and it comes back uh, abnormal. Maybe the radiologist wants to look at something a little more. And so they go back and get maybe a a diagnostic mammogram or a breast ultrasound or maybe both, uh, which we would cover that. And then if they need to go on for a breast biopsy, we would cover them to go to a breast surgeon for a consult. We would pay for the biopsy and any anesthesia, if there's any anesthesia involved, pathology, all of that. And during this this process, when anyone does go for diagnostic services, we have um, a team of care coordinators who are like case managers who will work with the patient and the provider. They help to ensure that the patient understands what he or she is getting, that they um, help them overcome any barriers they may have to obtaining the care that they need, and um, also processes the services to ensure that the, the provider gets paid for the services. Now, the thing that I want to point out is for those people who do come into our program, they do have to be seen by our providers. So we have a very large network of providers through the seven counties we serve. And these are things from like primary care clinics to specialists like breast surgeons, gynecologists, gastroenterologists, anesthesiologists, labs, hospitals, 
etc. So we have a very large network, but they have to go to our providers. Um, just kind of like uh, with an insurance company, when somebody goes in network, it's the same kind of a thing. We can't right. pay for anything if it's not through our providers. Right, right. So, can you can you speak to maybe the situation in Sullivan County as to number of providers? I mean, are there a lot of services available within Sullivan County? Sure. Well, um, we work with um, certainly the hospital there, both um, the uh, Garnet one Health in uh, Harris. Yep, Garnet yes, Health. The Garnet Health good. one in Harris, mm-hmm. as well as their other one. Um, was called Grover Herman Hospital. I can't remember what it's called now. It is, yeah, but, it uh, is in Calicoon. It's still called yep. Grover Herman? Okay. Yeah. That one, uh, we work with, there are health centers affiliated with Garnet Health that we work with, mm-hmm. as well as, uh, but a, a primary source uh, uh, where a lot of our patients go to is Sun River Health in Monticello, yes. and there's also Planned Parenthood as well, where they go to. Now, um, and some of our, depending on where they live, some people may go for imaging services, maybe down to Garnet Health in Middletown and Orange County if they live near the border there, right. you know, right. or or they may travel, if they're near Ulster County, may go into Ellensville Regional Hospital, or they can go to um, you know, the Garnet Health Center for Sullivan County. Interesting. So we do work with a variety, um, but one of the things I would like to touch upon that I really haven't yet is, you know, what makes you eligible for this program? Yes, well, that was so, going to be my next question because we okay. also hear we also hear a lot of guidelines as far as when it's uh, suggested that you get your mammogram. Some of those things have changed over the years. So, yes, please yeah. ta- speak to me about the guidelines and, and, of course, the eligibility requirements. Well, let me touch upon eligibility first, and then I'll go into those guidelines because they kind of intersect, of course. Mm-hmm. So we, we primarily provide services for women 40 and older. And uh, those are breast and cervical cancer screening services. And for men and women, 50 and over, provide colorectal cancer screening services. And to be eligible for the program, you have to be a New York State resident and live in one of the counties we serve. Now, if you don't live in one of the counties we serve, you can still call us and we can connect you with the cancer services program that's in the county where you live. So we can assist in that way. In addition, there are, um, in addition to the age requirements and the residency requirements, primarily for screenings, you have to be uninsured. And also, too, there is a uh, income requirement, but uh, we can work with you on that. But I would say, you know, probably 98% of the people that we work with easily fit into our um, income requirements, right. which is uh, self-reported. And then in terms of the services, I should want to touch upon the actual services we provide. Yes. I, I love to tell people this because it's quite a lot, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I can get all that for free, you know? So we provide a clinical breast exam. We'll pay for a clinical breast exam, which is where the provider will touch and feel for lumps and stuff in the breast. We pay for a pelvic exam, a pap test, an HPV test, which is the human papillomavirus, which is cause the vast majority of cervical cancer. And we pay for, uh, in terms of a screening, a fit kit, which is a, a kit you take home, you do it in the privacy of your own home, and it tests for blood in the stool. And of course, a mammogram. I forgot to mention that. Yes, yes. Um, and if any of these tests come back positive, we will then pay for diagnostic services to get to a point to either rule in or rule out cancer. 
So, and that's when we work with our care coordinators to ensure that you get, you know, the services that you need to come to a diagnosis. Um, we do have some services uh, related to breast for women under the age of 40. Uh, we sometimes have uh, a woman will, you know, maybe she's taking a shower, she finds a lump in her breast, she calls us up. We don't normally serve women under the age of 40, but what we can do is um, refer her to one of our providers to go get a clinical breast exam, which she will pay for out of pocket, but many of our providers have sliding fee scales, so it won't be that expensive at all. Mm -hmm. And then if the clinician who sees her determines that, yeah, I believe she needs to go on for imaging, uh, we have that reviewed by our clinical coordinator, and if she's in agreement, then we will pay for them to go on for any diagnostic imaging. If they need a biopsy, they'll get a biopsy, etc. So, um, and then the question always comes up is, well, what happens if I am diagnosed with cancer? And it used to be, I've been in this program for many years, and years and years ago, there was really no option other than for the program staff to go around and ask providers to please, you know, can you provide services for this person? They need treatment for their cancer, you know, and hopefully find somebody with a kind heart who'd be willing to do it for free. Yeah. But we don't have to do that anymore because we have a great program called the Medicaid Cancer Treatment Program. This is a special program in New York State which will pay for breast, cervical, colorectal, and even prostate cancer treatment, even though we don't screen for the prostate, but they will pay for the treatment for people who have no health insurance. So um, to be eligible for that, one of the primary eligibility criteria for that program is being uninsured, being a New York State resident, and being either a U.S. citizen or having a green card. And then our staff is, even though this is not our program, our staff has been certified to enroll people who are eligible into that program so that they can then get the treatment that they need. If they're not eligible, and we have quite a large uh, undocumented population who participates in our program, um, and so if they're undocumented, they would not be eligible for that program, but they would be eligible to get emergency Medicaid through the county, and that we can also assist with linking them up with someone who could enroll them in that, and that will pay for their treatment. So there's options for anybody who's diagnosed through the program. Wow. Yeah, and, it, it seems like quite a substantial amount of, uh, of options out there. So at, you, you were talking a little bit earlier about the numbers and the people that you serve. I mean, I was just curious. Have you seen a, a decrease in the number of people you serve, especially with the push to get people insured? Uh, and, you know, New York State has a pretty aggressive program where they are trying to get a, a substantial percentage of the population insured. I mean, where does that stand from your point of view? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And yes, we, we are happy to see a decrease because people got insurance. And yes, we did see a decrease uh, at the very beginning, you know, with the Affordable Care Act. And over a course of several years of that, we have seen a decrease, but there is still a very large percentage of people who are uninsured and may not even be eligible for insurance given their um, citizenship status. So uh, we can, you know, fill the void there. But another thing that I, I wanted to touch upon and what I actually thought you were going to ask me was a substantial decrease in people obtaining screenings due to COVID. No, yes. And, and as a result, they're finding um, more people 
getting diagnosed with cancers at a later stage as they're beginning to come back to get services because they put off getting screenings. And I just want to assure people that when you go to these provider offices, they're following all of the guidelines to ensure your safety as well as their staff, of course, so that you can safely obtain your screenings and any other services that you need because you don't want to put these off. The longer you put it off, the, um, you know, the more likely it is you could you could end up finding something at a later stage if there's anything there, which you don't want to do because, as I said, it's more invasive, you know, in terms of treatment and expense and things like that. So our, really our focus is prevention by, um, you know, getting treatment, excuse me, getting screening early and regularly can really prevent a, you know, advanced forms of cancer. Of course, of course. Well, you know, as we wind down here, uh, I wanted to get the information out. Certainly, if, if people want to contact uh, the uh, Cancer Services Program of the Hudson Valley. And again, it, it sounds like from what you're telling me, Leah, is that um, just about anybody that fits in the category, and, and maybe some people might be a little skeptical, they should really reach out to you and get the information, shouldn't they? Absolutely, and we're happy to speak to, we have a toll-free number they can call, and we're happy to review the eligibility criteria and talk to them to see if they're eligible, and if they're eligible for the program, then what exactly, what are the services that they're eligible for? So our toll-free number is 855-277-4482, or if they would prefer to send an email if they have questions. We have an email that is CSP, stands for Cancer Services Program, and then HV, stands for Hudson Valley, at Hitch, H-I-T is in Tom, C-H dot org. So either of those, um, we'll be happy to uh, speak with you and uh, see if you're eligible to, to, to be enrolled in the program. Yeah, absolutely. And I would certainly encourage anyone, even if they just have questions and uh, concerns about it, to, to reach out. This is a very important program. And uh, we certainly think about it during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, during this month of October. But uh, of course, the services available, all those services that we've been talking about all year round. So, And one, one other thing I wanted to point out. Yes. Um, during this time when many people have lost their job and then have lost their insurance, you know, if there is somebody out there who has breast, cervical, colorectal, or prostate cancer and have lost their insurance while they're undergoing treatment, they can also reach out to us because they may be eligible for that program I told you about, the Medicaid Cancer Treatment Program. Right. Very important point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, uh, it's Cancer Services Program of the Hudson Valley, uh, 855-277-4482. The email is cspHV at hitch.org. And uh, Leah Casarino, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. Some very, very important information from Cancer Services Program of the Hudson Valley. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. My pleasure. This is Mike Sakel. Thanks for listening to the Radio Bold News Pod. Be back soon with more conversations that you can check out wherever you get your favorite podcasts and always at RadioBold.com.